0: Welcome to the Fit Affiliate podcast where with honesty and transparency we talk about all things fitness, coaching and gym ownership so that you can feel less crazy and frustrated and alone while you also find more freedom and make more
1: money. And we're back with the Fit Affiliate podcast and today I have Michael who is the director of growth for Fit Affiliate. Hey go Michael.
0: I'm pretty good Lisa how are you?
1: Good man, good. Um, so I thought it'd be great to have you on and have a chat to you a little bit about the growth space because I know that a lot of affiliate owners uh, get a bit lost in that in regards to ads and paid ads or you know um, where they should rank on Google and all that sort of stuff gets a bit um, overwhelming and confusing and you can you know throw a lot of money down the chute in potentially the wrong areas. For sure. Um, Just to kick off, though, do you want to give us a little bit on your background and and where you've come from? Sure. Um,
0: So I've been in the digital marketing space now for roughly about six years. Um, I've probably spent, year to date, I've probably spent over $25, $26 million in uh, paid ads. I started with a company that, I won't say the name, but... Um, I was uh, head of research or head of marketing research development for that company. Um, that's kind of where I've learned the ropes and learned how to do all paid advertisement and everything like that and I've specifically over the past 6 years have worked with the fitness industry.
1: Yep, awesome. And you're a you're a new crossfitter too.
0: I am. I'm a new crossfitter. <laughs> uh, I've been going to a CrossFit gym now for about a month now.
1: Yeah, which affiliate are you at? Um, they're
0: called the uh, Max 3 right here in Buda, Texas.
1: Fantastic. And you're enjoying it.
0: I love it, actually. Uh, I yeah. used to go just normal uh, just normal to the gym, right? Pick up heavy stuff and put it down. And then yeah. uh, really wasn't seeing any changes. And, you know, talking with all of the affiliates that I helped do growth with, they were like, you got to dry it. So... I gave it a try and nah, I fell in love.
1: Drank the Kool-Aid, man.
0: I Drinking the Kool-Aid, all of it.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so in this space, we talk a lot about, you know, trying to give affiliate owners some information or some some guidance on, on areas that can be tricky to navigate. One of those is growth. And I know for myself and I know that you know through our conversations that it's it's been a, a difficult challenge for me to get my head around like, you know, when you realise that everything you have been doing may have been wrong or it was getting no results, but you just kept throwing money at the wall. So from your experience and, and also like working with Fit Affiliate now, is what do you think some of the biggest mistakes are that affiliate owners make in regard to either their thinking around growth or, or how they think about it and also then what they do about that, how they approach it with advertising?
0: I think one of the biggest mistakes that affiliate owners make is they don't understand the importance of being on social media platforms. Um, A lot of people, when they come into uh, growth with me, like the first thing that we have to do is start looking at like their Facebook, their Instagram, uh, TikTok, um, so on and so forth, and like really go into the insights to see what's going on and you know, there's not a whole lot of organic traffic that's going on there, and that's, you know, that's before you build a house, right? You have to build the foundation, and you know, putting your your presence on social media is is the pre- is is the foundation. Um, that's where it really starts to have, you know, on the back end for your paid ads and paid traffic and your SEO and everything to be to be good, you have to, you have to build a presence just because you're on there and you are not just because you're on there. doesn't mean that people are going to come find you. You have to be proactive posting, um, you know, through our conversations, we've talked about that, you know, posting is, is, is key. And I've, I've seen a lot of people come into growth and you go to their Facebook or their Instagram page and it's just empty.
1: Yep. And it's, it's, it's not if if i'm an affiliate owner sitting there thinking oh well i usually just post one one picture every so often or an update for my members or whatever on on my pages it's not too late to change that either is it you, you can get some organic traffic quite quickly as soon as you start activating it more is that correct yeah begin? of
0: course you know so if I always tell people you want to post at least two to three times a day, right? And you want to post engaging questions, something you want to post things that are engaging, right? Member highlights. Um, What are your biggest struggles on meal prep? What are your biggest struggles of getting up in the morning and coming to the gym, right? Because when everybody hears CrossFit, they automatically think, oh, those are athletes. I'm not. That's that's a little rough for me. I'm going to go to go to this little gym, I'm going to go to 24 hour fitness where it's not as intense. Right. So being, being able to put that message out there that, Hey, CrossFit is not for just athletes. It's for the common person, right? If, if you're trying to lose weight, this is CrossFit is actually, in my opinion, I think CrossFit is one of the best things to lose weight. Right. But yeah. how are people going? How are people going to know that? unless you are proactively letting them know that you're sharing post of, you know, maybe you had somebody that was overweight that came in and was a success story. Why are we not, why aren't you putting stuff like that out to let the general public know that, Hey, it, it can happen for you too. You don't have to be an athlete to come here. So if you start posting today, do two times a day, and watch the insights and watch the organic traffic start to grow now are we talking about you're going to get a hundred people off of organic traffic no that's not what that is about you're looking at you know you're you'll probably get you know seven ten people interested a month just from posting and i know for a lot of gems seven to ten new leads a month is is really good for them because they don't have that kind of foot traffic coming in that's
1: yeah and it's 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 amazing, like when you go through the process, understanding some of the stuff. Like uh, before working with you, I'd never looked at things like the insights or the the demographic of the people who are looking at my socials, where they are, even what time they're most active. Like that's mm-hmm. like, um, and that you know, Facebook is a little bit different to Instagram, and in, in, you know, rather than posts going out at the same time on both and all of that sort of stuff. It's it once you learn how to poke around in that space, you can actually learn. A lot for yourself without having to, you know, these uh, gimmicky marketing companies that ring affiliate owners all the time. And and yep. I fell for it, you know, not long ago, where it's like, oh, we'll get you on Google and, and you pay out a lot of money and you get nothing. It's, you know, nothing's generating from it. And they tell you, oh, you know, we'll get you 100 leads and there's 250 people looking for CrossFit in your area now. And, and it can get confusing. There's a lot of things that you can do without throwing money away.
0: Of course, yeah. There's a lot, especially nowadays in the digital marketing space, there is a lot of misinformation and misleading people. Um, You know, when you were talking about insights, if you go into insights and you start looking, you can literally tell what your audience likes and what they don't like. And you can start catering to your audience. One thing that I do want to say that a lot of gym owners make a mistake on is they post what they want. They post what they think is right. That is the worst thing that you could do. Go into your insights and go look at what where your uh, where your engagement is, whether it's likes, comments, shares, so on and so forth. Go look at those insights, and you'll be able to tell exactly what your audience likes, and then that's when you start catering to them. That's when you start getting more engagement. You start getting more comments. You start getting more shares. The more that happens, the more the wider your reach gets.
1: Yeah. And that's that's a, a simple thing that everyone can just go and look at and spend an hour educating themselves on. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about a little bit about paid advertising because that's a mm-hmm. big thing. And and I know that when I first opened, I would just go down the path of boosting posts, which mm-hmm. I know makes your eyes water and your head explode a little bit. Yeah, um yeah, and you you know, you you throw money into the Facebook machine and hope it spits something back out with you because it'll you know, if you're boosting something, it'll tell you, Oh, you know, seven hundred thousand people are gonna see this and da 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 and you think, Oh, well surely I'll get somebody out of that and you know it's mm-hmm. nothing. Um, do you wanna talk about some of the mistakes people make around and maybe some ways, things different things that they can think about in mm-hmm. regarding to paid advertising or even getting their head around the idea of, you know, paying for um, ads to go out there, whether it be Facebook or Google or whatever. Yeah, so don't ever
0: boost a post. It is it is more for a bigger brand like let's say let's say Coca-Cola, right? Who has millions of followers on their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Right? They they boost a the post. That goes out to, you know, a little over a million people when a affiliate owner who has maybe, you know, three, 400 people that are following him or her that when you boost that post, that's who it's going out to. Sure. It will go out to a few other people, so on and so forth. But the majority of a boost post, it goes out to the people who are following you. And those people that are already following you, either A, they've already been a member of your gym, or number two, they are a member of your box. That And that's yeah. really it. Go into your business manager. You're when it, it, it always surprises me when people spend, they're like, yeah, I spend like $10, $20, $20 a day on boosting posts. Like, Why don't you just go into the business manager and create an ad on the back end where you can actually target who you want. And put that $10 to $20 a day in paid ads. Don't mm-hmm. don't ever boost post because when you when you're on the business manager side of things, you can narrow it down to, you know, this I want. I want the soccer mom who is married, who has kids, who's college educated, so on and so forth. There are so many different variations that you can target mm-hmm. people. And a lot of people miss that. You have a little thing on the background that runs on Facebook that's called a pixel. A lot of people don't understand what the pixel is. A pixel is something that is tracking, excuse me, that tracks the traffic coming into your your ad, right? When you're doing a boost post, your pixel's not tracking that. And what the pixel does is it allows the ad and the algorithm to further target people who are engaging with the ad also. So if let's say I engage with an ad and then there's another person who is like me out there, that ad is going to start showing up to that person, that person, and then the next person, so on and so forth, instead of a boosting post where it just goes out to just these people.
1: So you just talked there a little bit about the algorithm, and I know there's a lot of urban myths out there in, you know, mm-hmm. that people have cracked the algorithm or they know how Facebook is thinking. Um, talk a little on that because I know that you've, we've spoken about it, That is it true that the algorithm that Facebook uses constantly changes?
0: Yes, the algorithm is constantly going to change, right? Think of the algorithm as something that's an AI. It's constantly learning right? So the yeah. algorithm is constantly learning also. Um, yeah. But Facebook, Instagram, right? Well, let's call it meta because Facebook or meta owns both Facebook and Instagram. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So meta, the algorithm our meta rewards people for using their platform, right? Have you ever been scrolling on your timeline and then, Like one of the first things that pops up is a post from somebody or a business or an ad that was put out, you know, three or four days ago. Yeah. Have you ever wondered why that is showing up at the top of your feed? Yeah. It is because of the algorithm, right? You are rewarded for being active on the platform. So let's say then this is one of the reasons why I tell owners, hey, post two to three times a day right? Because the algorithm will start realizing that or start seeing that and the higher up on the timeline you will be and which makes more people start seeing your content Mm -hmm. or your ads.
1: Yep. So is that, um, and I, I know I've experienced it, but I'm just going to ask this as somebody, you know, at ground zero, Mm -hmm. the benefit of having somebody like you working, um, with them and and nutting out that stuff um and there's a lot of companies that offer that and I I, you know I've been down that path a lot but you know working with you has given me certainly more clarity around it more transparency than I've ever had before but what are the benefits in in working with somebody like yourself to navigate the the minefield that is and can be very daunting I know the first time I went into Ads manager I was like I don't. I don't know what I'm clicking, and like you saw all of those ads I created. You're like, what? Is, it's it's a gun. So, what's the benefit <laughs> in in having someone t- you know engaging a professional in this space to take you through that process?
0: Yeah, I mean, so the benefit of it is someone like me who can actually understand and read the data. Right? You just said when you went into the business manager, you're like, whoa, this is kind of daunting. I don't. I don't know what any of this means, cool. right? The benefit of having someone like me is I can read that data and I can tell you exactly, you, you know, like when we first got on, I was like, oh, look, the, your CPLs are your click-through rate or this or that. It's not good. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. So having someone like myself, and it doesn't have to be myself, you're, you know, you, there are plenty of me's out there. But having someone like that will be able to help you navigate through um, through all of the data and all of the stats and what it actually really means, and then that will actually what does it mean that translates to have an ROI, right? Because that's what we're all after. We're after an ROI. If I want, if I put a dollar in, I want two dollars back. So having someone like that is 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 beneficial, right? Because gym owners are not marketers, right? They're they're just not, right? Mm -hmm. So you have me to help you with ad copy, help you with funnel conversions, and then actually reading the data. So, and there is a lot of, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. There are a lot of scam people out there um, that will, hey, it's $1,500 a month and you're with them for a month and then you leave, right? So they're just after that quick buck. Um, The most important thing is when looking for someone that's going to help you navigate through that, make sure that they're transparent. Make sure that they actually know what they're doing. Get a second opinion. Um, Read reviews about people.
1: Yep. So, I mean, to bring it to something relatable for affiliate owners who are watching or listening to this, it's not unlike what happens when a new member comes to their gym. They don't know what they need in the fitness mm-hmm. space. So they don't understand a lot of the terms, um, and they don't, you know, they don't know what they're doing necessarily, and mm-hmm. they want someone to guide them. So it's it's very much having a coach for themselves in that area, isn't it?
0: Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you know when you're a coach giving PT. I'm a coach for for your marketing. Um, yeah. I when affiliate I've had affiliate owners say hey I'm going to hire this guy to run ads can you sit in on the meeting with me Yeah yep. of course let's let's sit down and then that's when I get to ask those questions like okay what's your average uh what's your average CPL right now mm-hmm. Oh it's about $3 okay well show me let's go look at the back end And then yep. oh no yeah I don't I don't want to show you that yeah because excuse my language but you're full of shit
1: Yeah yeah <laughs> And, and you're right, man, you need to do that research. And I've, I've fallen down that hole many times, particularly, you know, I know a lot of affiliate owners at, in the last couple of years, you know, business is hard with, you know, COVID and, and all sorts of other things going on in the world. Um, if someone's promising you something at the time you need it most, you're like, okay, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to jump on that. Exactly. Um, so when, if, when we're, Talking about investing in, you know, in a marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be daunting. Going, well, how much is do I put it put throw at it? You know, what's how long's a piece of string? You know, right. can you give us some sort of, um I guess, outline? I guess on what if you're go for an average campaign, like what what sort of investment is going to generate a return for you, depending on you know the campaign you're running? Clearly, but you know that it doesn't have to be you know some some owners will think it has you have to throw millions of dollars at ads but you know what where are you in that space what do you see
0: so it depends on what you're doing right if you have someone like me running your ads um i would definitely s- start with a higher budget right because i know how to scale and i know how to do all the back end stuff now if you're starting by yourself please if you're starting by yourself don't go from don't go no more than $10 15 a day right because so many people hop on and they read these gurus' websites or they listen to these gurus' podcasts and everything like that. And I've seen people who have never run ads before hop in and throw $100 a day at it when you don't know what you're doing. And then they come to me and they're like, well, I spent you know, $1,000 in two weeks and I got nothing back. All right, well, let's go look at your ad account. Oh where you were running traffic ads, you weren't running conversion ads or you were running this type of ad when you should have been running this one. So always run conversion ads. Um, If you're just starting out, start at $10, $15 a day and do lead generation campaigns. Don't do conversions um, because there's a whole bunch of stuff on the back end that you have to do now with Facebook, with aggregated events, your pixel, I can go on and on and confuse you, (laughs) but I won't do that. So just start with a lead generation ad. It's super simple to run. Make sure you got some good ad copy. Make sure you got some good creative. Um, what I'm seeing right now, creative wise, is group pictures. Uh, people working out in the gym and groups, uh, group videos, stuff like that. And just make sure that, you know, you're keeping an eye on it. If you are three days in and, you know, your cost per lead is at, you know, $20, $30, you know, it's not working and go ahead and turn it off and go back to the drawing board.
1: Yep. So that cost per lead number, like on average, if you're running a successful campaign, like what should an affiliate owner be looking at as, you know, okay, this is doing okay. Or yes, this is giving me good value. Um, and between- I know it changes. I know. It,
0: it definitely does it definitely fluctuates with the market also um, depending on what time of year because you have big boys you have the big players that come in on certain times of year that drives ad cost up um, but typically a 10 to 15 dollars range is actually is, is good um, yeah now you know when you have someone like me running your ads um, you know a typical um, so if you hire someone to run your ads they should be in between seven to twelve dollars per yep. per lead. Yep.
1: Because you get that that so you know how to optimize the ad.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: Yep. You
0: know how to scale yep. them. You know how to, oh I'm gonna allocate funds here and we're gonna do this and then I'm gonna create these audiences. I'm gonna create a lookalike audience. So on and so forth. There's a so much so much that you could do on the back end to optimize and scale. But if you're yep. just going at it alone and I would do a three-day cycle. Start with ten fifteen day ten fifteen bucks a day every three days. If you are not getting the lead costs that you want, kill the campaign and go back to the drawing board.
1: Yep. Okay. So um we've gone through the process of, you know, what affiliate owners should be wary of and, you know, things to consider. If I'm a new affiliate opening, you know, tomorrow or I'm a 10-year affiliate. I've never gone this path. Mm -hmm. Can you give me a couple of things that I can uh, do, like some some tips to consider if I decided, okay, well, I've watched this um, chat. Um, I'm going to go dig around a little bit in my back end and try some marketing. Have you got a few quick uh, tips that could get somebody started, you know, down this pathway?
0: Yes. Go on YouTube and go look on how, go look, do a little research before you just jump in, right? Familiar Familiarize yourself with Facebook ad manager. That way you have some kind of knowledge. You're just, you have enough knowledge just to be dangerous, right? Don't yes.
1: just,
0: <laughs> don't just wake up in the morning and be like, Hey, I'm going to run some ads today. Don't do that. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Go do a little research. Um, and then, you know, look at, So every Facebook page um, has a thing on it called Page Transparency. If you scroll down and you look at the Page Transparency, and you can go look at other gyms in your area or if you know gyms you know anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world for that matter if you go to their and you know they're running ads go to their page transparency go look at some of the ads that people are running that'll start giving you an idea of like okay okay this is what i need to do as far as ad copy and creative right go do some research spend 3 or 4 days doing that once you've done that then Um, just look up a YouTube video on how to set up a ad account, um, do that. And then, like I said, start at 10, 15 bucks a day, do it in a three-day cycle. Um, because, and I say, do it in a three-day cycle because a lot of gym owners don't know how to optimize ads. But usually 48 to 72 hours, that's when someone like myself will start looking at it on how to optimize, like, okay, are we doing good? Or is this campaign not doing so well? What do we need to optimize? What do we need to do on the back end to continue to have this campaign be successful? So... And that's a whole different subject. But if you're just going to go out there, start running ads, do it in a three-day cycle. If you're doing good, if your ad cost is in between that $10 to $15 range, leave it alone. Don't touch it. But if it's above that, if you're looking at $20, $30 per lead, kill that campaign ASAP. And then go back to the drawing board. Also, uh, we just talked about it in our call earlier. A lot of people think that Oh, if I do a 28 day challenge or if I do a six week challenge or if I do this, or if I do that, I have to sell exactly that. You don't. Right. I want everybody out there listening. Think of marketing as something you are just putting on on a hook to bait people with. Right. You're throwing it out and you're you're reeling it in right because we we know affiliates, Lisa, you and I, we know affiliates that run twenty eight day challenges and then they're bringing them in, and they're selling the packages for fifteen hundred dollars yep. right, so I want everybody out there don't get too caught up on what the ad copy says um you just want something that is gonna be scroll stopping, eye catching, and something that's going to be like make someone super interested about what you're offering
1: yep cool um or for a busy affiliate owner they can reach out to an organization like fit affiliate and have you do all that chasing around for them
0: yeah of course they can always reach out and we're always happy to help
1: yep yep and that and that's been the the most valuable thing for me is uh quantifying what's my time worth and What's my skill set? I'm not in marketing. So, you know, that's why, you know, we started working together because I could spend ages and still waste a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Getting, you can you know, definitely a go return. down the rabbit hole. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. There, and it is a big rabbit hole. And I know I've thrown a lot of money at the wall and just hope it's stuck. And cause you see what everyone else is doing. So you think, Oh yeah, that's, that's what I have to do. Uh, so, I mean,
0: and like I said, you know, it's, it's time consuming. Running ads is very yeah. time consuming. Um, yeah. and like I said, gym owners are not marketers, right? There's so much other stuff that a gym owner has to worry about than ads. Right. And if you are really going to sit down and take that time to run ads, I mean, you're looking at, you know, two or three hours every couple of days that you're sitting down looking at these results, if not every day, keeping an eye on, what's going on right because you don't want to lose Mm. money so you want to be checking that every day so why would why you it's just like tony says you can change you can you can exchange time or you can exchange money which one do you want to do
1: yeah yeah fantastic um all right mike so just before we wrap up like what do you what's um one piece of advice that you can Give to an affiliate owner, they can take away and, and action today if they're not happy with where they're at or the way that they think about their growth. What's you know something that you would sum up with before we we wrap it up? Call me. Come on. yeah. <laughs> I I highly I endorse that totally is to reach out to affiliate. They're so on Instagram. Uh,
0: one piece of advice I can give to affiliate owners is, like I said earlier. Do your research don't just hop in and start running ads um, yourself. Do a little research before you do it. If you are going to hire a digital marketing agency, make sure you do your homework on them also. Um, yeah. if you know somebody around you that runs ads and they can't do they can't do it for you, have them sit in on those meetings or you know do a little research so you can ask them those questions And I will tell you this. Before I came to Fit affiliate, I owned my own digital marketing agency and the reason why we were successful not only because we actually knew what we were doing and everything like that, but on a I never did a sales call. it was just hopping on there, and I would let them take a peek of the back end and I would be a hundred percent transparent, just like I was with you hundred percent transparency like this is my results this is you know typically what I get um so if any digital marketing agency won't open up the back end to at least let you see stats. They're probably full of shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a, definitely a lot of sharks in the water. That's for sure. Yes. Um, thanks for your time, Mike. It's been great to chat to you. And I'm sure that there's been um, a lot of useful information that, that affiliate owners can can take away and run with, but um, definitely if people want some more information, they can reach out to sit affiliate. I know they're, On the Instagram, send them a DM, slide into their DMs. I'll be happy to (laughs) chat to you and and put you in touch with Mike anyway to to maybe solve some of those headaches for you.
0: So thank you for your
1: time, Mike. Really enjoyed the chat.
0: Yes, thank you for having me.
1: No worries, man.